0: Hi everyone and welcome to The Sound Seed. This is a branch of the Women's Fellowship in Manchester called The Seed. We aim to uproot lies and plant the truth through conversation. We have a sister fellowship in London. You can find out more information about this on www.lovelimitless.com. So let's begin. Go out, the Holy Spirit will help you. And also know that it's okay to not know. It's okay to say, oh, good question. I don't know. I'll research and I'll let you know next week.
1: Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Sound Seed podcast. Can I get a whoop whoop? Whoop whoop. Yeah that's right Um, I'm not here by myself. Um, I should probably introduce myself. Um, My name is Aramide and I am one of the leads at the at the seed which is a ladies um bible study and fellowship group based in manchester and yeah i'm here i'm joined here by two lovely ladies um would you like to introduce yourselves
0: yes um hi guys my name is hiker faith adex and yeah i'm looking forward to today and just having great conversation
1: with these ladies thank you faith and the last but not the least Hi, guys. I
2: am Shelley, and
1: I'm definitely
2: ready to have a discussion today.
1: Yes. Thank you so much, Shelley. And yeah, um, so, I mean, the reason why we're so excited is because we actually led the sessions that we're going to be talking about this month um, at the Seed Podcast. Not at the Seed Podcast, at the Seed Bible Study. Um, And in the month of April, we looked, um, we learned and we looked into the topic of evangelism. And evangelism is one of those topics that as a Christian, um, you either kind of do it or you don't, or you find a way to do it that that kind of is convenient for you. Or some people might believe that they're not they've not been called to evangelize, but really in the month of April, we broke down myths and really brought to light the truth of God and what God says about evangelism ways that we can evangelize so we'll really be exploring that um and in the first session which I led um when we started talking about evangelism and how all of us have experienced evangelism or what we think evangelism um what do we think it is to be um one thing that became apparent was some Christians don't feel comfortable sharing their faith. Um, And evangelism isn't just, you know, you in a town centre with a placard telling people that they'll go to hell, although that is a form of evangelism. It does vary across the board. Um, But the general consensus was quite a lot of people felt uncomfortable um, evangelising. And yeah, ladies, what do, why? I mean, personally, have you ever felt uncomfortable evangelising? And what did you do to try and come against that?
2: Oh yeah, definitely felt uncomfortable Um, a lot, especially uh, at the beginning of your Christian journey. Mine, personally, simply because if you, even if you're trying to evangelize to friends, um, like let's not even talk about strangers yet. If you're trying to evangelize to friends and you never, you're never used to talking about God, and all of a sudden, you, you know, you're just like, "Do you know Jesus?" (laughs) Do you know what he did for you? Like this What what are you on about? We were talking about games And going out to eat What's going on? So I think it's very much the What are my friends going to think of me? Or the person who I'm speaking to What are they going to think of me? Am I going to ruin the mood? Am I going to ruin the flow of conversation? Will people want to talk to me anymore After this conversation? So it's definitely a fear of the response you will get Yeah um, what do you think Faith?
0: Yeah I definitely agree with Shelly on this one um, especially for me like growing up I I really struggled with people pleasing so just wanting people to like me so for me it was like if I talk about Jesus they're not gonna like me um, so yeah becoming a Christian and then navigating that space of how you can still talk about Jesus I know that it doesn't matter, like how people respond. It doesn't matter if people think you're crazy. It doesn't matter if people think that Jesus is not real, um, because you should you should care about God and what He thinks and what He has called you to do. And we see what He has called us to do. Matthew twenty-eight. He says, "Go out to all the nations of the world and you know tell them, baptize them, tell them about my, about Me, and all of this other stuff." Um, so yeah
1: that's yeah that's me i definitely understand what you mean i think by the virtue of being a christian you are just going to shake tables um because christianity is literally the opposite of the world and in a world that's moving backwards, you trying to move forward is just going to create some friction. Literally, if you think about it, like a fish tw- trying to hmm, twang, <laughs> <laughs> trying to <laughs> to swim against the tide, it's going to cause some friction. And I think that's something that we are going to get in any in every area of life where we express the fact that we're Christians, right? Um, but we can also then choose the option to hide our faith. Um, and even if we hide our faith it begs the question you know do we actually love others because if we believe that Christ is the is the way the truth and the light um to lead people out of darkness to forgive their sins and to reunite them back with their father us going out of our way to hide that um is kind of like the opposite of love because you're choosing your comfortability over someone's salvation and even what Shelley says about like Oh, people won't people won't like it i'm like what is so inherently unlikable about christianity that we try to hide it because mm. it's like this is a this is the good news yeah. um i think it's the first the part good news <laughs> which which is the first part for us
2: that we're all sinners <laughs> the reason Yarr. we needed to be saved is because we're all sinners mm. imagine yeah. going up to someone saying you're a sinner you are a sinner."
0: Did you know you are a sinner?
2: You were born <laughs> dead. <is>. Like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> the response people will give you. Excuse me? Do you even know me? So I think that part. <laughs> mm.
1: Yeah. I think it's hard to tell um, people that they're sinners if they don't realize that they don't even know the way to sin. Like, mm-hmm. it's hard to try and save someone who doesn't realize that their life is in danger anyway. Um but I think it comes to that it requires an encounter with Jesus for you to see your perceived righteousness in quotation Mm. marks against a holy God. And then you will be like, Oh my goodness, Mm. (laughs) what is this? Um, And you'll freak out a bit. Um, (laughs) But yeah, (laughs) but honestly the, the, the session really brought to light a lot of what our insecurities are about sharing the gospel. And one that even came up was, um, people feeling like if they were to evangelize they will come across a question um or someone will be armed with um anti-christian agendas and statements ready to throw at us that we wouldn't have um that we wouldn't have answers to and i guess for anyone who is listening who is not sure about how to combat that um or if their lack of evangelizing or evangelism is due to fear of lack of knowledge, Um, what advice would you give, would you give to that person?
0: Oh, that's a good question. I, I think we need to, first of all, come to a realization that we know nothing, right? I think when you, when you, realize that and you're comfortable in that truth that you actually know nothing and everything that you do think that you know you know because of christ es- especially when it comes to the word of god because first and foremost you were saved by the spirit you just saved because you weren't you're not saved because you knew. <laughs> you're not saved because <laughs> you know you, you read your, your word and yeah you were like knowledge based. no 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 It was the spirit. You could know no scripture and the spirit will still save you. So I think that, and I also think back to Acts, the book of Acts is is full of amazing stories about evangel evangelic evangelism.
1: Evangelism. (laughs) Evangelism.
0: Um, And you see, you see um, Peter and the disciples, they would speak on the streets because they were filled by the Holy Spirit you see verses where it says, and the Holy Spirit filled them and they went out and spoke with boldness. I believe Acts 2, I believe Acts 4 as well talks about how they prayed and then they were filled with boldness. So pray, (laughs) pray, um, go out, the Holy Spirit will help you. And also know that it's okay to not know. It's okay to say, oh, good question. I don't know. I'll research and I'll let you know next week. And someone said one time as well, when you do that, it actually gives you the opportunity to speak to them about Jesus again. Because the next time you see them, you can be like, oh, by the way, the question you asked me last time, this is why, you know, the answer I I have for you. And they'll probably have another question from that and another question. And then that just gives you the opportunity to speak to them over and over again, rather than being like, I know it all and just giving them some any answer. And then that's it. Full stop. You don't speak about Jesus again. Um, that's what i would say
1: no that's really true Frey. thank you so much for explaining that and i know that for instance like fear of being kind of outed as someone who doesn't understand what they're believing can be a real barrier for christians and sometimes people might feel like they need to reach some sort of righteousness quota to be able to evangelize the word of god because oftentimes like if you don't understand something you see that as a reflection of your where you stand spiritually but that's not Mm -hmm. always the case um and if you know everything you might you might get puffed up you might become a pharisee um or those people who stand in street corners (laughs) like the bible will say (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm. yeah Yeah?
1: the sadducees them and there um you find them in the book of acts too um and all those religious leaders and I don't believe that we're supposed to know everything in our own power and even by you evangelising to someone and having to answer difficult questions that can actually be what kind of helps you understand God even better because you will have to go away to do that research especially those of you who might not like reading the Bible, please read the Bible <laughs> or, or praying <laughs> it can actually be what fuels your desire to learn more about God not so you can be puffed up Um, but because you are genuinely wanting to share the goodness of God with others. Um, Do you have any thoughts, feelings, emotions about that, Shelley? Honestly, you guys were.
2: (laughs) You guys were seeing the truth. Point after point, I'm just like, "Ah, she just answered what I was going to say. Yeah, I don't think I have much to add. I think what what Faith said about not being worried about knowing everything, I think that's very, very important. Um, Mm. I think we really need to start changing our perception. And in that sense, asking God to renew our minds. I think the minute you don't know uh, the answer to one question, you start to perceive yourself or others start to perceive you as unintelligent, you know, as dumb. No, you're not knowledgeable about that question because honestly, God, (laughs) the depths of God, no man will ever be able to know. (laughs) Mm. So, not being able to answer one question about God does not actually have any bearing on your intellect. So I think we really need to um, start to change our perception of ourselves and don't let mm. others actually um, change your perception of who you are. One, yeah. your identity is in Christ anyway, so how smart you are really shouldn't bother you. <laughs> but two, don't let others come and come and fill you up with lies. <laughs> The minute you try to um, give them truth about God, the minute they try to do that, it's really, it's really not something that should like put you down. But you should remember, you know what? <laughs> I am a son or a daughter, of course, of Christ. Yeah. And this is the truth of who he is. I don't know everything, but that doesn't change the fact that he is God and he is good. And I think knowing those infallible truths will really help you when you're faced with, oh, I don't know, because, ah, come on. There will always be one question where we're going to be like, I don't know. (laughs) There will always be one.
0: I like what you said about your identity comes from Christ. And I just want to quickly read Acts 4, verse 13, that says, Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were uneducated common men, they were astonished, astonished and they recognized that they had been with Jesus. And when I read that, I'm just like, wow. Because they really said, these men know nothing. These men are uneducated. And then they were, they said they were astonished because of what they were saying. And then they mm-hmm. realized they were saying what they were saying because they had been with Jesus. So mm-hmm. it's not about you. You can literally not go to school. You cannot know how to read. But if you are with Jesus, you will really shock people because people will be like, you can't read, but you're really shocking me today. You're really speaking the word of God. You're really
1: doing what the Holy Spirit is leading you to do. So, yeah, just wanted to add that. I agree. You don't need to have all the smarts in the world to shake tables, um, and even with you being privileged to know, to be learned in a way, should only be what could only help you even maybe address even different groups that maybe you wouldn't have been able, like you wouldn't have felt confident to do in the past. And what I really liked about like these topics is it really causes us to look inside of ourselves to see what is what's ho- to see what's holding us back because the good news isn't actually about us. (laughs) It's about Jesus Jesus Christ. Thank you, Mm -hmm. Shelley. I love that. Um, (laughs) Coming down, you know, God, the Son coming down in the likeness of man to, to restore life back to the way it was before sin entered the world. And for us to also be able to go to that side, you know, from the darkness to the light, we needed to accept Jesus Christ mm. and um, and fully accept him and walk in that. And when you really think about it, it's like our insecurities are so small when you think about what Jesus has done. Mm. Like they are so minute compared to the sacrifice that Jesus made on the cross mm. um, where he was crucified. And, one thing that I really thought about in the session that I think we all had to really sit down and really think about is, are we ashamed of the gospel? Um, And as a Christian, you might be like, well, no, because I go to church and I have Christian friends. And I'm like, well, it's easy to be Christian around other Christians because the things of God then aren't weird. But do we rep the, you know, do we rep God the way that we rep our football teams and whatever Ooh. teams that we support? Um, you know, mm. you know how lucky like, when people go to dinner and they snapchat their meal because they're so excited about it and want everyone to see, Ooh. does your enthusiasm for God even match up to that level? And a lot of times we can be like, oh, I'm not spiritually there. or oh, you know, I've not, gotten over this particular barrier that's why I can't share the gospel or like my work is a kind of job where like I don't really talk to people that much so I can't really share the gospel in my workplace Um, and it can be easy for us to like keep our Christianity hidden that it almost likens it to shame and um, I mean have you guys if you want to be transparent we encourage transparency over here um, but if you'd like to be transparent, have you ever been in any, any situation where you've done something, but now looking back, you were like that was motivated by my shame of being a Christian? Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Um
2: honestly, the minute you asked the question, I was just like, hmm, this is gone. This is gonna go somewhere. Uh, <laughs> I said I knew it. I uh, I remember. I'm, um, I remember being in work and, you know, when something good happens or you get someone tells you good news, you'll be like, I, I'll always be like, oh, thank God for that. That's been amazing. I was at work. You, I caught myself. I said, thank goodness. I said, and then I caught myself after that. I said, Shelly, what was that? <laughs> I said, <laughs> why did you catch yourself for <laughs> praising God? Oh. Oh, I said,
1: wow, Jesus. Shelly, hmm. you really said, thank goodness. I would have been like, glory it's to God. It's because the I Lord. caught myself saying, Hallelujah. thank God. And then I really caught myself after I caught myself saying,
2: what in the world was that reaction? Um, yeah. And in the moment, you're kind of just like, it happened so quickly. When I tell you there, was, there were milliseconds that passed between the, the two catches, there, were, there was no time you like you don't you don't realize especially like you said when you're around christians a lot then it's so easy and then you don't notice that if i'm not around like-minded people i can change Mm -hmm. it uh honestly it definitely definitely threw me for this was this this was a few years ago i'm I'm thankful i still i still do have moments like that but i remember afterwards i was just like shelly you need to do better like, what, what were you afraid of by saying, God, mm. what, what exactly were you doing? Yeah, nah, so, I'm with you. I'm with you, sis. Like, oh.
0: <laughs> so, Sometimes I'm at work and something good happens. I, I'm typing, thank God. I'm like, can I say that? And like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you can. You really can. You really can say thank God to your work colleagues. It's actually OK. Um, but one thing that always comes to mind, I must have been in primary school and we went on a camping trip and my mom gave me a Bible you know as African parents
2: do <laughs> I mean
0: like I'm going camping and she the most important thing for her is have you have you got your bible you know mm-hmm. which is I mean it's amazing now that I'm older I, I recognise that um, but I remember someone asked me what oh I think they saw it like sticking out in my suitcase and they like, like oh what is that and I was just like oh it's just a book <laughs> oh my god oh,
2: Jesus. <laughs> we're so quick with it
0: oh, just it? a book Bear in mind, I was like 10. I was like 10 years old, right? But I mean, I'm pretty sure the Lord has saved me at 10, but I don't know. Anyway, I felt so guilty. And the one verse that really came, that kept coming back to me in my mind at 10 years old, was um, if you deny me in front of people, I will deny you in front of God. And I said, Yeah, I said, "I'm really It's dressed. all over, Jackie. When that birth comes <laughs> to you, Don't cry to me. I said it's finished. I said it's over. It's over for me. And that was with me for, like that guilt was with me for years. Like it was with me for years. Um, but even now that I'm older, I still have those times. But mm-hmm. I just have to recognize again. I just need to do what the Lord wants. Right. Mm -hmm. And it is difficult sometimes, but it's definitely, definitely worth it.
2: Um, Yeah, I think we probably definitely need to start getting used to repping God everywhere. Um, I love um, I love how you said, Armada, do you rep God as much as you rep your football team? Because the excuses we make for not repping God, your team could be at the bottom of the
1: league and you will rep. You still wear, you know... You You will be wearing all the colours. All of it. You watch football in the comfort of your own home, but you'll be wearing their football shirt. Yeah. The players can't see you. No one can see you, but you still (laughs) wear the football shirt. But yet with God, Um,
2: like, we actually wear the victories. We have won the victory, but we can't rep God in public. Meanwhile, your team is losing, but yet you will scream and shout at me in public. But
0: you know what the thing with that is, and I think you kind of... pointed to this earlier Shelly is being around like-minded people when we are around people that are more mature than us in this area uh, of spreading the word of God I was about to say the e-word again but I realized today it's not for me um but spreading the word of God when we're around people like that and we really have the community of people that actually go out and do this do you do you take part in um mission trips for example do you take part in um evangelism days that your church may have, where they're like, okay, we're going to Piccadilly Gardens today and we're going to give out some leaflets. Are you doing that actively? Because I think Mm -hmm. when we do that actively, we're able to build that boldness and that courage that we need. It's the same thing with football. A lot of times people support these teams because they have people they can talk about. They have their friends like, yo, did you see our team? Like our team is losing, but we're, we're standing together. We're sticking together. Yeah. And that's how we should approach the gospel as well. But with more vim, because obviously mm-hmm. this is eternity
1: that we're talking about. Right. It's, it's forever. Forever. forever, forever, You guys, you guys have said it all, and I'm so happy. See, I didn't have to say a lot there. Um, I definitely agree, and I think it's important for us to really think and de- dig oh, dig deep um to see what's stopping us. And like personally, I didn't even know that I had qualms with the gospel or my Christianity or my faith until when I'd realized that when I'd be around my non-Christian friends. I would have to kind of have to change myself a little bit. So for example, like if they asked me for advice, I'd be like, Oh, I can't really give them a Christian advice because I know they won't take it because they don't have the Holy spirit. Um, Or like I'd laugh at a joke that I didn't think was funny because I was like, that's just crass. Like that's rude, but I'd have to like change myself to make them comfortable. And I think as Christians, we really have to think about what's at stake here. Um, And it's important, like, people are always watching, regardless of whether you want to acknowledge it or not. People are always watching. And, um, like, even in the Bible, it talks about it. Um, In Romans 1, verse 16, it says, For I am not ashamed of this good news about Christ. It is the power of God at work, saving everyone who believes, the Jew first and also the Gentile. This good news tells us how God made us right in his sight. This is accomplished, from start to finish by faith. As the scripture says, it is through faith that a righteous person has life. Mm -hmm. And when you think about like what God has done, he has made us right in his sight. We really have to think about, are we actually living in the joy of that? Because if you're truly living in the joy of God, you'd Mm -hmm. want everyone to know, you'd want everyone to be saved. You'd want Mm -hmm. everyone to to have another option. I mean, this Mm -hmm. year has shown us that despair is 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 literally like two steps away from people Mm. um and covid um like threw a lot of things into turmoil but we 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 weren't going through that because we have jesus Mm. um and by you actually stepping out of your comfort zone and actually doing what scares you whether it's sharing the gospel whether it's just speaking to people about your beliefs that can really be an actual lifesaver um and i was going to say one more thing that oh yeah And I believe that anything that we do for God is never in vain. Mm. Um, And, you know, you stepping out could be God's way of taking you to the next level, of opening you up to new possibilities. You know, the Bible talks about how, you know, one who is trusted with little will be trusted with much. Mm. If you cannot be trusted to, to, to spread the word or just to spread your beliefs and just to speak about it honestly and truthfully, you have to ask whether you are positioned, whether you're postured, to be actually used by God for the propagation of his kingdom. Mm -hmm. Um, What do you guys think? Any kind of like tips, advice you'd give to someone? I know we've already touched on it, but any sort of ones that perhaps have come up that you'd like to offer to a brother or a sister who feels like they're ashamed of sharing the gospel but just aren't sure about how to get out of that rut?
2: Um. I would say to rely on the word of God. Um, It's just that those who trust in him will not be put to shame. Mm. So when it comes to evangelism, speaking about God, to be fair, that's the last thing that should bring you shame. Um, But know that even in the response that you receive, you're no matter what it is, whether it's positive or negative, you're not being put to shame. You're glorifying God. Um, And so have that in your heart, like have that word in the word of God in your heart, and you can walk in confidence mm-hmm. um, about what you are doing, which is honoring God and you know, obeying his command. Yeah, yeah, um,
0: I agree with that. I, I would say also, pray, pray, prayer is so important. I think it's like so underrated um I I know we say it a lot but do we do we do it that's the question like do we actually do Do it do you pray you know that's that's what you should that's what you should be worried about right now do you pray um but yeah prayer and I think just surrounding yourself with like minded people like what Shelly said earlier be around people that that do this and they like they they love it and they're passionate about it and they were afraid before but you know God has helped them through that and and also rely re- recognize that it's the Holy Spirit that saves you mm. are just presenting the word to them mm.
1: thank you so much for that faith um I'm trying to remember a bible scripture where it talks about um Oh, now I've forgotten it. In terms of like, wait, it's important for us to go out into the world to preach, um, because how else would they would they hear oh, the gospel? Yeah, yeah. How would they yeah. know? Yeah. How would they how know? Would they know? <laughs> um, I was tempted to sing there. <laughs> Nothing Jesus cannot do. Jesus answer so prayer. I'll stop there. But um, but yeah. I think we've touched on quite a lot of things and I hope that you listening back to this will help you think about yourself um think about what God wants you to do and think about how you can obey God and really give him glory by sharing the good news of what um God the son Jesus Christ did on the cross um And of course, if let's say after listening to this, you have any questions or you even have ideas as to how you share the gospel, definitely do let us know. Um, But if that's all, um, we'll be rounding up now. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of The Sound Seed and we'll catch you again soon. Bye Bye bye. Bye
0: everyone. So this has been The Sound Seed. Thank you so much for listening. And remember to keep pursuing truth through conversation and community. See you on the next episode.